0: Welcome to another edition of Exploring Mind and Body. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia. All right, thanks so much for being here on this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. I also, I always appreciate you being here with me on these shows. And today, I'm going to talk about chasing material possessions. So before we jump into the, to the show, a quick word from our sponsor, Puridyme. Now, Puridyme is a plant-based, more holistic, natural type of company. They specialize in enzymes and probiotics. So you can head over to their website. My affiliate link is puredimecom DrewTadia. That's my landing page. That's going to take you to a number of different areas where they have recipes, a newsletter they have videos, so all kinds of different things going on with PureDime. They're one of those real natural companies that I would highly recommend if you're looking for supplements. Once again, that's puredime.com/druetadia. All right, so today I'm talking about material possessions. Chasing material possessions, because that's, at least in North America, that's what we do. We chase material possessions. <laughs> we, we want a newer phone. We want a newer car. We want a bigger house. And what it comes down to is we always want something. Someone said to me one time, how much money do you want? <laughs> and I said, I want unlimited money. I want all the money in the world. And they say, then you'll never be happy because you have want un- unlimited amount of money. So there's no limit. No amount of money will make you happy. And that was so powerful to me. I just had to sit there and think about it. And it didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. <laughs> so after a few days or a few weeks, I was like, well, I guess I should have a better idea of what I want in life. And I think that's a powerful statement. I never forgot that. And that was years ago. And that was at a point in my life, it, it, that was at a real turning point in my life, but I always thought that money would <laughs> make me happy. And I'm laughing at myself here, but I'm also laughing because I really believe that mo- that's how we live. We, we in this society, we believe that money is the answer. More money will give us more time time which is the exact opposite. So for me the the more money I make, the more responsibility I have. The more responsibility I have, the less time I have. Less time I have, the less happy I am. <laughs> so and that's you know on a smaller scale on many different levels I feel like I'm just getting started. Now we're just coming up to 4 years that I've been doing this full time. And you know this my bit running my different businesses And, you know, it's, it's been, it's always been an up and down. I think that's what it is to run your own business. But I also feel that we think that if you put in the time and effort, you're going to make all the money you want and you'll be happy and retire. And it's just that it doesn't work that way. If you're running your own business, it's always going to be ups and downs because you're always hiring and letting go of people and finding new projects. And, And I'm not saying, I'm not talking about your own business in particular. I'm talking about your job as well. So, If you have a job, you're going to work some, some, some of us out there, we work our entire lives just to retire. And this is where I'm going to say, once again, we live in a backwards world because to me, that doesn't make any sense. We have our whole lives right in front of us. Your whole life is right now. There's no other time. I saw this cool product. I was flipping through Instagram the other day, and there's a watch that someone was some yogi or someone was wearing. It said now (laughs) on the watch. The word said now. And right now is the only time that matters. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen next week. I was, also, I was reading this other article on, you know, leaving everything behind. <laughs> and she actually was scooping ice cream on some island and couldn't have been more happier with her life. And I thought that was incredible. I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> there's there's no other time right now. We don't know. In that article, she said that she couldn't think of anything more boring than to have a five-year plan. Who wants? Who knows? Cause that's in business. They always say, have a three- or five-year plan. Where are you going to be in five years? And I'm always like, I don't know. <laughs> and then this is the first time I heard someone else say five-year plan. How boring is that? You know exactly where you're going to be in five years. And I don't mean to disrespect anyone there, to be to be honest with you, to be real, because that's how our, the majority of our life is in this society. And when I say this society, I mean where we are in the world, where we are in North America, how things run, how things work. And most of us have a job, we have a family, we have a career, we have a plan. We know when we're going to retire. We know <laughs> where. We know we have our kids and a family. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying, for to me, or in a, in another angle, looking in, just look at it, and that that, that represents security to a lot of people. That represents success, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying from a different perspective, from my dis- perspective, from looking outside in or thinking outside the box, is that I don't want to know where I'm exactly where I'm going to be in five years. I, I just don't. Not not right now in my life. And what I, was, what I was getting at earlier is we many of us wait our entire lives until retirement and that's when we plan on enjoying our life so when do we we work till we're 50 60 I don't know what it is 65 I don't I said to someone someone said to me at the gym the other day oh you you, you know you had you lots of hours you can retire early if you keep up like this and I just kind of smiled and they uh, looked at and they looked at me And they looked at me with a question mark, and I said, I don't exactly believe in retirement. And I don't always voice my opinion. You know, sometimes I just smile and walk on because I'm not going to stand there and argue or disagree with every person that comes across me because I usually think a little bit differently. (laughs) But They asked me, and I said, well, you know, I'm not going to retire. It's not any part of my life goals. I'm going to work till I want to work, and if I don't want to work anymore, then... Hopefully, I have a hammock on an island that's that's my own hammock, maybe an island. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm talking about chasing material possessions because most of our lives, that's what we do. We chase material possessions our whole lives. So we feel secure with a whole bunch of money in our bank. So when we, we have savings, we save our money and everyone tells you to you know, save and have a retirement plan. And then we spend our whole lives thinking about retirement. And I, I actually know... Some friends that think about, that can't wait for their job to be over so they can retire. And that may be you sitting there. That may be someone you know. It's certainly someone you know, maybe a family member. And it just doesn't make any sense to me because you have your life in front of you. You have your life right now. So why wait till you're retired to buy a boat and sail off into the sunset and then spend all your savings. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. We can't take it with us. We can't take the money, money with us. What are you going to take with them? We're all going to move on from this life. We're going to move from, from this body. I guess I should say we're going to move on from this life that we have. We're all going to move on in some form and we're not able to take anything with us, not even our body. And we save these things. We hold on to these things for years. We have entire basements full of things we'll never use closets garages we collect these things and i don't know what we think and and don't get me wrong i'm not not pointing the finger at you i'm the same way i'm on a a smaller scale i would say but i have things that close in my closet that i never wear i have things in my closet that have been sitting there for a couple years for absolutely no reason these things have sentimental value to me too and that's why I'm sharing this with you, because after I get a chance to let this out and express this, I'm going to go in my closet and get rid of a few things. <laughs> it, you know, it, it helps me speak out loud as well and, and talk to you, because I think together we could make a, a, better, a better life, a different life, see things from a different perspective. And if we didn't hold on to all these possessions, if, I think we'd be a little bit happier. I really do think about, I was reading this, not reading, I was watching this guy, this video called slow mo. And if you haven't checked it out, you have to watch this video. It's about 15 minutes. And this man was a doctor and he had a giant house and he had a Ferrari and he had a BMW and he lived in a mansion or some kind of estate. And then his, uh, he he didn't really like his job. You know what what was cool. (laughs) He grew up on a dairy farm and he said he used to have to shovel cow manure and now he was a doctor and he said he didn't really like his job he worked long hours and he figured he'd work till he couldn't work anymore and then he'd retire like just about everyone else and then he thought well he had all these appointments and he figured that wasn't much progress from when he used to shovel manure on his farm now he's doing it professionally and i just thought that was that was cool because these things pile up in our lives and we think that we're much further in life, we're much further, and we're really, if we really look at it, we're right where we started. We just have fancier things. And this doctor's vision started to go a little bit, and he was worried that he couldn't do his job. And then he said, well, what if I just started all over? What if I had a new identity? What if I didn't do the things i I didn't want to do? and i think that it's such a simple oversimplification these things at least to me they make so much sense the simplest things make the most sense to me and he said i do what i want to do so he thought about all the things he wanted to do and there wasn't a whole lot of things (laughs) so he bought a studio apartment on the beach i think he's in san diego I don't know for sure. I think it's called Pacific Beach, which would make sense because the Pacific Coast Highway runs right across California there. But anyways, he bought a studio apartment. He got rid of everything, sold everything, lives in a small studio apartment, and he loves to rollerblade in slow motion. (laughs) Now, I know he's going to sound a little loony to you, but you have to watch the video. He's a highly educated person, and he actually did research about gliding and accelerating and how now some kind of endorphins in your brain or in your mind make you feel well he says he feels like he's flying on a certain degree or certain level and that's all he wanted to do now i understand that would sound boring to some people but even and even lonely but just think about that for a second we spend our entire lives chasing material possessions for the most part because it's it's true I have to believe that we want. if we have a nice car, we want a nicer car or a bigger one. If we have money in the bank, we want more money in the bank. We want nicer shoes or fancier clothes. Now, I'm not saying everyone's like that, but I'm saying the majority of us are. And, and I just thought for a second, what if we didn't do that? What if the only thing that we did was what we wanted to do? What if we didn't go to our job? Because most of us, I would say 80% of the population in North America does not want to go to their job. They don't enjoy it. So what if we didn't do it? What if we didn't buy a nicer car if we had the money? What if we didn't collect money for no reason so we could spend it when we're old and retired? What, what would we do? What if you did exactly what you wanted to do your entire life right now? Not when you're older, not when you're retired, but right now, what if you did exactly what you wanted to do? Wouldn't you be freer? Wouldn't you be happier? I think that we wouldn't know what to do <laughs> if we didn't chase all these little things. If we didn't chase money, fortune, fame, if we didn't chase them, I don't think we would know what to do with our lives. So think about that for a second, just for a moment. What if you had every single thing you wanted in your life? Do we know? Many of us have no idea what we want. Many of us have exactly what we want in different ways, and we don't realize it. And I I believe I talked about that in a past show about setting goals. I'm not sure if that's the show, but... If we don't know what we want, if we don't know what our our goal is, then we just continue to chase something that we don't know. We'll we'll never catch it. We'll never catch something that we don't know what we're chasing. So just think about you running like Forrest Gump, <laughs> just running in a field. And you're, you're just trying to catch something, but you don't know what it is, so you just keep running. And that's, that's what we do. So I thought this slow-mo guy, they call him slow-mo. Everyone knows him on the beach. They interviewed a bunch of different people, and they said they thought he was homeless. They thought there might be something wrong with him. They thought that he was just a guy with nice rollerblades that would rollerblade up and down the beach <laughs> and everyone knows him. He would go he would say hi to he would say hi to people. He would give other other people high fives as he would rollerblade by. And he was just in his own little world and like I said that seems like there may be something wrong with him, but the only thing wrong with him is that He's doing what he loves. He's doing what he wants to do. He said, you know, one of the coolest things that I thought that came out of his mouth was when, he, when he, he said that people cheer for me. He said people cheer for slow-mo. They give him high-fives because he was the one that got away. He was the one that represents what many people could do to enjoy their lives. It's just so powerful to me if I think about that for a second and think, what if we have what, exactly what we want in this life right now? Because we could. We could, we hide ourselves, we hide our happiness, we hide our true self, we hide behind so many different material possessions. We hide our lives by chasing material possessions. We all know the person who has a fancy car and nice jewelry and a fake smile. We know that person. Now, don't get excited if you're that person listening, <laughs> because there are—I'm sure there are happy people that have all kinds of fancy things and are happy, but I don't—I don't think it happens very often. So we know that person, and I think we just continue to buy things, we continue to pile things up because we think it makes us happy. But nothing material could make us happy internally, because our true self doesn't want that. That's our ego that stands up and says, "I need that." H- have you ever thought about why you really wanted something? Did you want it to impress your friends or because you, you wanted it or because it was really useful to you? More times than not, we could have the simplest form of whatever. We got along just fine with the old phones that weren't smartphones, for example. And now we have smartphones. We believe we need them. I need them. I need to talk to my friends. I need to be able to text someone in a second. I my business people here. I, I would say I need to be able to check my email, whoever I am, which is nonsense. No, you don't. People have been running businesses forever (laughs) without being able to check their email instantly. We have friends for our entire lives before this generation, before my generation right now, you and my generation, before podcasts came out, when people listened to the radio, when they actually read the newspaper and didn't find the news on Twitter. We could get along just fine without the things we think we now need because we have for years and years. And now we continue to think we need more. Well, I need, I need the new phone. I need a new case for it. I need new shoes, <laughs> whatever it is. But if you could strip down to the simplest form, it, whether it could be a beach, it could be the mountains, it could be a trailer home, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. I don't believe it matters. But I do believe that we hide ourselves with more things. And if we start to collect, it seems like we never end. We just continue to collect. We continue to mask ourselves and pile up. And to me, it feels like just putting more weight on our shoulders. And like I said, I'm no different. I, I struggle with this this thing and that thing a little bit. But I still understand on a deeper level that none of that matters. Nothing matters. But it doesn't mean I still don't want things. <laughs> it does make you feel better, doesn't it? it? Makes you feel better to have nice clothes. I'm gonna get my first suit here. <laughs> this <is> suit company. <gasps> Horrible company. <laughs> <laughs> they, I bought this suit and they sent it away, or they didn't. I got size for the suit and they sent it away, and then they brought it back three months later, and it wasn't any kind of special suit. I don't think. Then, then they they didn't have it hemmed or something, so I had to go in there and they, I tried it on again. They sent it away for two weeks, and now uh, I haven't bought a suit before, to be quite honest with you. And they had this. We we're we we're in a wedding party, and they had this deal that was less than half. So I was like, whoa, maybe I'll get my first suit. Horrible experience. But when I put on a nice suit, (laughs) it feels good. I feel good when I drive a nicer car, when it's newer, it's cleaner, it drives nicer. You feel better, right? I mean, we're all in the same boat there, but we don't need them. I want to know what it's like to live in a giant house. I really do. I I don't know why. I just want to know. I want to experience it. I want to know what it's like to have a huge house. But I also know that... You know, there's so much room, it doesn't always feel very like a home, like a nice, secure home. And you have to clean it, and you have to dust it, <laughs> and then you have to run from one bedroom to the other. Or if you're, if you're downstairs, it takes you five minutes to get upstairs. That's I don't want to do that. I just want to get up go into the next room and there's my computer and go to the next room there's the kitchen i I just want something small (laughs) but for some reason i want to experience a big house on the beach for whatever reason i want to experience a cadillac i've always loved cadillacs and i can think about my earliest days as just a little kid and my grandma had a cadillac which was my grandpa's and now my uncle has it in his garage like my uncle has a big house and it just sits there in the garage and just sits there <laughs> it doesn't do anything just sits there but i'm sure it has sentimental value anyway so those are the things that i, I kind of i think about and I, I struggle with to a degree because i always thought that one day when i got older i would move to an island and live a quiet life with my family so that's always been in my mind since i was very small i used to tell my mom i want to live in a beach house when I grew up with my girlfriend <laughs> super little that was before I even knew what a beach house was I don't know where that came from I must have saw it in, in a magazine or tv or past life whatever it is that those are my dreams and goals and I knew that at a, at a young age and it's just odd that I still feel like I want to experience these material possessions that I know don't mean anything and I know that they don't make me happy. When you get something new, I just got a new phone, and I got the cheapest, to be honest with you, I got the cheapest phone, I mean the cheapest quality phone, because I didn't want a super phone that I would use all the time or never want to put down. So I just got a minimal upgrade, and it works a little bit better, and that, that makes me that makes me happy. It makes my, using my phone a little bit more efficiently so I don't have to sit there waiting for it to process, <laughs> or I could not use one at all, which I would like to do, which I might do sometime soon. But I very well know that material possessions Don't make me happy They don't make us happy That You get excited, you get to show your friends You get to use it for a short time Then you're like, "Ah, that's over with (laughs) Super exciting You know, you wait your whole life To go and buy something And then you use it for That's what I'm I'm guessing This is what's going to happen when I buy Cadillac I'm going to use it for a couple weeks Or a couple months And I'm like, sweet (laughs) That's over with I'll go back to riding my bike or I have a bike, like I have a motorcycle that's a couple worth, worth a couple grand. I've had it for years. I love riding that. I'm not sure why. I just love it. And a bicycle. I love riding a bicycle on the beach. <laughs> so maybe I imagine one day I'll be driving a Cadillac, be loving it, and then I'll get tired of it and go back to my bicycle. <laughs> But that's that's what we do. And it's so funny how how we are, how our, our minds think and how we experience life. That's what it is. Life is a, a giant experience. It's, it's, I think it's experiment, really. We just experience different things on different levels. And, and hopefully that this show helped you understand just a little bit more about material possessions, because we're so engulfed with material possessions and I don't want to insult anyone, but it, it's sickly. If you think about it, because it's we're addicted to material possessions. All we want is more, and they don't make us happy. They rarely make our lives any better. The more things we have, the more our life is cluttered. And the show there. And I want to thank you for being here for this ed- edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you for checking out Chasing Material Possessions. If you want to check out all past shows, are on ExploringMindAndBody.com. This show is going to be ExploringMindAndBody.com/slash/ChasingMaterialPossessions. In case you want to check that, show it on the website. I actually went to Beverly Hills not too long ago, and I took some pictures. I was down in Rodeo Drive and took some pictures of these cars, like incredible cars. There wasn't any kind of old car there. They're all Range Rovers and Beamers and Mercedes. And I took a picture of this car that I have no idea what it is, (laughs) but it's some European sports car. And I'm going to post that on this blog post. And it was just, it was so different. It was like, they didn't let lower quality cars in Beverly Hills. (laughs) Then I drove around, looked at some of the houses and it's, you know, it's, it was incredible. I can't say that it made me want that more didn't he? Didn't want me to chase chase material possessions more. It just gave me a different perspective on, you know, everyone lives on different levels, and you could be rich in one area, which would make you poor in another area. I didn't get into talking about homeless people much, but I don't think that I think that in some cases, actually in many cases, homeless people are more free than many of us who have tons of money, tons of money in the bank, we have cars and houses, and then you have someone that lives on the street. And I think they're freer. They're freer. They're the one. They're the ones. They're the chosen ones. They don't have all the baggage and literally luggage. And they can go where they want. They can pick up and leave. And on some level, I, I envy them just a little bit. So I'll leave you with that. If you want to check out my newsletter, I send it out every Monday morning. Head over to trueformlife.com. On the bottom widget, you can fill in your email address there. I send out weekly radio shows. These podcasts are going on there. Have uh, videos, recipes, all kinds of stuff to improve your lifestyle every week. And I also do online coaching. So you can check out trueformlife.com on the main page. I list all the things that I do with coaching. We do that over Skype in email and we talk about a lot of things that I, I talk about with these podcasts we talk about lifestyle environment how to set and achieve goals we go over nutrition and recipes and meal planning and of course fitness planning and all that stuff as well so you can check me out at trueformlife.com if you like anyways thanks again for being here that's it Matt here. We'll catch you on the next one true Form life